Welcome into a crossover Thursday on the Locked On Podcast Network. Your team every day, Alex Clancy, Locked On Cardinals, Ross Jackson, Locked On Saints. Two juggernauts in the 2022 season matching up <laughs> on Thursday night, hopefully changing the uh, you know the storyline around Thursday night football over the last couple of weeks. Today's episode of Locked On Crossover Thursday is brought to you by Price Picks. Price Picks is daily fantasy made easy. Pick two to five players, and if they score more or less in their Price Picks projections, you can win up to 10 times your money on your entry. First time users can receive 100% into deposit match up to 100 bucks with promo code Locked On NFL. That's PricePicks.com. Promo code Locked On NFL. Selfishly, I've been waiting for this for a long time. <laughs> Ross and I have become buddies. Ross and I are going through the same type of journey in very different ways this year. And both teams, the Cardinals at two and four, the Saints at two and four, are meeting at State Farm Stadium for a what the hell's going to happen bowl. There's so <laughs> many questions, so many storylines, but there are so many important things that could happen with a win or with a loss for both of these organizations. Ross, biggest storylines going into this game for you? Like, I think the yeah, go ahead. Yeah. Please. No, no, I think the biggest thing for for the New Orleans Saints going into this one. And I guess there's two big things, but the, the biggest one for me is Chris Olave returning. Um, Chris Olave has been outstanding. He's the most targeted receiver on the team. He is the he's leading in receptions. He's leading in receiving yards as well with over 380. He has been one of the most consistent pieces for the Saints so far this offseason while Michael Thomas has been injured, while Jarvis Landry has been injured, while Alvin Kamara has missed games, while, um, you know, the Saints use and then sometimes don't use Taysom Hill like Chris Olave has been the one consistent piece uh in this New Orleans Saints offense and so him coming back is huge the Saints struggled they were only 20 percent last uh last week against Cincinnati Bengals in the red zone when it came to touchdowns one of five they were 80 percent going into the game the only thing that they didn't have in that game that they didn't not have before was Chris Olave right so I think that he ends up making a huge impact for them there's going to be a bit of a conversation Alex at the beginning of this game like right before it starts about who the quarterback is going to be is it going to be Andy Dalton is it going to be Jameis Winston I think there's a little bit of gamesmanship being played here which I think is wise because New Orleans can use pretty much any edge that it can get at this point and I think it's going to be Andy Dalton but but don't rule out the idea of Jameis Winston maybe surprising and coming back. But Andy Dalton is very, very likely to be the starting quarterback for this Thursday's game. What about you looking at the biggest story for the Arizona Cardinals? Can this offense put up more than three points after 10 minutes and 40 seconds in the first quarter like they I couldn't do last week? You hope not. You, <laughs> I, I don't doubt that. Just a fun fact for everybody, Ross Jackson texts from his computer. Okay, so so do that. Do with that information as you wish. If you I like also completely... tweet from my computer. <laughs> well, so does everybody else. It's like, what are we doing here, guys? Like, I if I get another link texted to me from Ross Jackson that I have to use for my computer, I'm gonna lose my mind. So biggest biggest storyline for the Cardinals going into the game is it's become pretty obvious. Unfortunately, BetOnline.net their their newest leader in the yeah. clubhouse for next coach to get fired is cliff cliff kingsbury at minus 105 you're not even getting even money if you bet on cliff kingsbury to be the next head coach fired in the nfl that is the cloud that's overshadowing everything hollywood brown's injury mm -hmm. is kind of in the back seat deandre hopkins comes back the cardinals traded for robbie anderson because you know what wide receivers fix everything so let's trade future draft capital for a wide receiver but the interesting part like i, I digress to like an actual serious point here the mm -hmm. offense for the cardinals is actually better this week 
than it was in the first six weeks. Mm. It's a net positive. You sure. lose Hollywood Brown, who's been a star. He's mm. been an absolute star. But bring in DeAndre Hopkins, who to me is the OG goat, I guess, at 31. I guess like, at this point. You know right? what I mean? <laughs> but he's not fast, so he's going to be able to play forever. And him coming in brings kind of a calming force to the wide receiver room. Robbie mm. Anderson's a burner, I joke, but if you're a fantasy football fan, you know what he has capability to do. And I think if you're going to throw a third and five go route like Cliff Kingsbury does, why not throw it to Robbie Anderson? So it's going to be the offense. That's it. That's the biggest storyline. Can the offense show that it's the strength of this team like it's failed to show through six weeks and the defense giving up 23 points or less in every game aside from week one against Patrick Mahomes when the the team didn't play in the preseason? Mm -hmm. Can the defense hold up and do that again against, yes, an inferior offense than a couple that they played because of injuries? But if the offense can't put up a 25 burger at this point, there's going to be some very uncomfortable conversations happening. Yeah. Yeah. And I think the the New Orleans Saints are in a similar situation just in terms of like inefficiencies on offense and things like that. But the good news for the New Orleans Saints is that they've put up points, right? Like they've been able to score points even when they can't throw the ball. They found a way to do it with Taysom Hill and with Alvin Kamara on the ground. Arizona Cardinals defense is what seventh in the NFL when it comes to against the run in terms of total yardage or rushing yardage. So I think that if the Arizona Cardinals find their stride on offense against a New Orleans Saints defense that I believe right now is 31st in the NFL, maybe 29th in the NFL when it comes to, to scoring, they're one of the, but they're still bottom five in the NFL there, then that's going to make it even tougher for this New Orleans Saints offense, even if they can put points up to be able to kind of keep up with what the Arizona Cardinals could potentially have. So you think that with the return of DeAndre Hopkins, no pitch count, anything like that for him, right? I don't think so. I mean, there's really no, like DeAndre Hopkins is, is known for, and this isn't necessarily a bad thing. Some people just get grandfathered into it. Didn't practice a whole lot in Houston either. You know, like mm-hmm. this isn't something where he's not practicing. He's not, he's not doing cardio. He's not doing his workouts. I think right. DeAndre Hopkins is going to come in and be DeAndre Hopkins at 31 years old. Yeah. Like, I think that that's where we are. Now, I do want to ask you this because we're going to transition into key matchups, but this is a bonus one before we go to that. Mm-hmm. Does Byron Murphy Jr. even resonate with people in New Orleans? Like, Who? do people no, know? <laughs> right, no, but text from his computer. Do people, do people know who Byron Murphy is? They know who Byron Murphy is, but he's not one of those, like, feared defensive backs or anything like that that you – feel like a team is going to game plan against or throw away from or anything like that. Yeah. It's, it, I, I just asked because, you know, he's been a pseudo lockdown corner as close mm-hmm. to what the Cardinals have had since Patrick Peterson was in his prime and right. it's really coming to premium and he's done a good job. He's probably going to be lining up against Chris Olave. That's why I ask Alex Clancy locked on Cardinals. Follow me on Twitter. Clancy's corner, Ross Jackson locked on saints. Follow him at Ross Jackson. Nola coming up next key matchups. There are a lot of them. And we are going to pretty much rewrite what Ross normally likes to talk about in this segment. We're going to go outside the box like we like to do here on Crossover Thursday. Thank you for making Locked On Cardinals and Locked On Saints your respective first listens each and every day. And on Thursdays, Locked On Crossover Thursday. Coming up next, key matchups. First, I get to talk about Blue Nile. Okay? Whether you're looking to pop the question, have a milestone to celebrate, or want to just let your love sparkle. Ross, when you got married, did you let your love sparkle? Always. I know. You're, you're, you know, you're just a, a sparkle monster over there. Blue Nile can help you make your celebrations even more memorable. As the original online jeweler, Blue Nile offers the largest selection of independently graded uh, diamonds and pieces priced significantly below traditional retailers. If you're looking for a piece of fine jewelry to commemorate 
a special milestone, milestone, but having trouble choosing. This is the key that separates everything, especially for me. Blue Nile has jewelry experts on hand 24-7. If you're, if you don't know what the hell you're doing, Blue Nile can guide you to where you need to go. Shop stress-free with Blue Nile's 100% satisfaction guarantee. All Blue Nile orders are issued and shipped for free, shipped for free in discreet packaging. They also offer overnight shipping if you're in a rush, like I definitely would be. Make your moment sparkle with Blue Nile. Go to BlueNile.com and use code Locked On to save 50 bucks on your purchase over $500 or more. That's B-L-U-E-N-I-L-E.com. Code Locked On to save 50 bucks on your purchase of $500 or more. BlueNile.com. Code Locked On. Crossover Thursday on the Locked On NFL portion of the Locked On Podcast Network, your team every day. Ross Jackson, Locked On Saints. Alex Clancy, Locked On Cardinals. I've been looking forward to this, and it's almost more fun because both of the teams have had a trajectory that wasn't necessarily expected at year's start. You know, Jameis, Jameis Winston I root for just mm-hmm. because you see greatness in him, and it's, he's one of the more frustrating players in the NFL regardless of position. Because mm-hmm. the 30-30 year – he had some really good games. Yeah. And 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 I was – and I'm very curious to hear your thoughts a little bit more in depth about Andy Dalton versus Jameis Winston, but we're going to be talking about the key matchups here. Ross, there are myriad ways you could go with these two teams. Um, what are your key matchups as you look to Thursday night when these yeah. two teams – before we, before we do key matchups, I want to make sure we tell everybody, too, about key predictions, NFL key predictions, our uh, Friday show that we do every Friday over on the Locked On NFL mm. podcast, Locked On NFL YouTube page. Uh, top five games every single week, including Sunday Night Football, Monday Night Football. Local experts give you everything you need to know, just like Alex and I are here talking about the Saints and Cardinals. Uh, and you're going to be able to also get the betting edge with the industry leaders over at BetOnline as well. So make sure you check out NFL key predictions every Friday over on the Locked On NFL podcast and YouTube page as well. For me, Alex, when it comes to the Saints and Cardinals and it comes to the kind of key matchup that I'm watching, my number one thing is going to be whoever is across from DeAndre Hopkins. New Orleans Saints defense have given up six touchdowns of 25-plus yards already so far this season. A lot of those came against the Seattle Seahawks. I believe actually three of them were against the Seattle Seahawks, where they also gave up six total plays of 32 or more yards. Mm. And then they gave up the big 60-yard catch and run to Jamar Chase last year, last week, which ended up being the difference in that game. However, the Saints defense before that play hadn't given up anything like that in terms of any explosive plays or anything like that. They just gave up the biggest play at the biggest moment. And who are the people that usually show up for big plays at big moments? It's big players and big names like a DeAndre Hopkins. So if mm-hmm. it's going to be Paul Sinadibo, who's questionable right now, we know Marshawn Lattimore's out. So if it's going to be Marsh, uh, Paul Sinadibo lining up from across him, how is his injury doing? Is he going to be able to you know, be the guy that we've seen him be before? Or is he going to be the guy that he's been so far this season, which has been giving up over 100 yards to individual receivers? receivers over 70 yards individual receivers things like that otherwise we could potentially see second round rookie Alante Taylor line up in front of DeAndre Hopkins and I'm sure the only person who would like that is DeAndre Hopkins and that's not Mm -hmm. a slight to Alante Taylor who is incredibly talented it's just that he's a rookie going up against one of the best wide receivers in the NFL that's usually not a good formula but if Alante Taylor did come out on top of that battle what a way to start your NFL career by shutting down DeAndre Hopkins. So that's why it's a key matchup for me. Like we're talking about a guy that can 
win the game, right? This is a matchup that can win or lose the game. This is a matchup that could also set up a career for a guy like Alante Taylor if he matches up well enough against DeAndre Hopkins. So for me, that's the biggest thing that I'm going to be watching. Robbie Anderson, deep threat, nine route guy, kind of, you know, struggles to catch the ball sometimes. He's going to be a fantastic complement to uh, DeAndre Hopkins, but I'm not super concerned about him which will probably bite me in the butt later. But DeAndre Hopkins is going to be the guy that I'm most concerned about and who's lining up opposite him. Yeah, and I'll mirror that. I mean, I, I have two that I'll split before getting to the one little outside-the-box one. Um, mm-hmm. Byron Murphy and Chris Olave, I'm assuming they're going to be lining up against each other. Byron mm-hmm. Murphy has really shown there were a lot of ifs going into this season when it comes to the Arizona Cardinals defense. And I kind of coupled Byron Murphy with Christian Kirk, two second-round picks. Christian Kirk did not live up to his expectations mm-hmm. and potential in his fourth year, which yielded him not getting a second contract. They wouldn't have given right. him all the money that Jacksonville did, but the Cardinals weren't going to offer him a second contract anyways. Byron Murphy has. Byron Murphy has become a lockdown corner for the Arizona Cardinals. It's unbelievable the evolution of maturity and growth you've seen from Byron Murphy from year one where he had more touchdowns scored on him than any quarterback in the cornerback in the NFL. Thank you, Patrick Peterson, for cheating and being out six games that year. And look <laughs> at what he's done when the defense has needed pillars for the future. Yeah. And he's really done that. But Chris Olave is was an absolute steal by the Saints where they got him. And that's going to be a very fun matchup. And then, you know, when I hear the name – Cameron Jordan, even though mm. he's a little bit more of an elder statesman, this you know nowadays he's got that infectious personality that will haunt your dreams. Like anybody that can do something with a smile and be great at it is something that is is nightmare fuel. And regardless of if you know he hasn't had the the most consistent season, he's a guy that still will strike fear into this offensive line. A makeshift one at that at this point with Justin Pugh left guard out for the year toward ACL. You know, Rodney Hudson's hurt. They brought in Cody Ford uh, via trade, and they're going to elevate him, and he's going to play his first game as an Arizona Cardinal. Like, if you can't protect Kyler Murray, none of this is going to work. And that's kind of the nightmare fuel as a whole for me. Now, you and I both have little Mm outside-of-the-box, you know, key matchups. Why don't you go first, and and I'll follow. Yeah, I'll start with uh, Pete Carmichael up against the red zone. Uh, this is a bit of an issue uh, for the Saints last week. Uh, they were one of five, only 20% in terms of walking away with touchdowns, despite going into the game as an 80% conversion rate in terms of converting red zone uh, possessions, not into points, but into touchdowns. They were fantastic there, as I mentioned earlier in the show. And I think that, that a little bit of that is that the guys that they've been going to um, – Chris Olave has two touchdowns in the red zone. Michael Thomas has three touchdowns in the red zone. Alvin Kamara has not scored a touchdown yet this season, period. Not even just in the red zone, but regardless. Uh, And then, of course, Taysom Hill has come up big for them in the red zone. They didn't have two of those three guys that they utilize a lot in the red zone. They didn't figure out a way to utilize Alvin Kamara, who's got like five carries for six yards in the red zone so far. And I think he's got around the same in terms of catches, like six catches for maybe like eight yards or something like that. And then they didn't utilize Taysom Hill in the red zone last week very much. And so for me, it's got to be Pete Carmichael and his play calling in the red zone or versus the red zone. The good news in terms of moving in between the 20s is Chris Olave does a fantastic job of finding the soft spots in zones. So does Alvin Kamara, and so does Juwan Johnson, the Saint, one of the Saints' tight ends. And the Arizona Cardinals play a lot of zones. So yeah. I think that, that that marries well and bodes well for the New Orleans Saints. However, 
You got to be able to finish drives with points. Otherwise, you end up in situations like you did last week. So I think that that 80 to 20% or so man-to-zone split that Arizona wrestles with works well for New Orleans, but can fall apart once the, once the field gets a lot shorter, things get a little bit more condensed. So that's why you're excited to have the route-running savvy of the rookie Chris Olave back. But Pete Carmichael's got to call the right plays that end those drives in the end zone as well. What about your uncanny one? Me versus Cliff. It's going to be, it, well, it, this is more of a, an existential crisis than actually on the field because we don't know. One of, the, one of the worst things to go through is when you have a problem and you don't know what the root is. Mm-hmm. And that's the issue that the Cardinals are facing. I joke, I'm a little bit harsher on Cliff than maybe I should be, even though I don't think so. It's going to be Cliff versus Kyler. Like, mm. which force is going to take over. Is it going to be the first drive on sun- this past Sunday against Seattle where Kyler Murray ripped off a 40-yarder and they obviously changed the scripting that Cliff Kingsbury was unable to get points on the board with the scripted plays through the first five weeks in the first quarter? Is it going to be that? I don't know what makes me want to throw up more, that or Alvin Kamara <laughs> not scoring a touchdown this year so far. I don't know. That's, well. that's unbelievable. I think that at this point, Cliff was quoted as saying, I'm paraphrasing, he would give up play calling if that means that they would win. So mm-hmm. there's, we're starting to see the iceberg move in this immovable force that may start to shift. And I don't know what's going to happen between Cliff and Kyler. I don't know. Um, and that's, it scares the bejesus out of me. Like it, it really does. Yeah, it, it really does. Like yeah. And, and it sounds like Pete Carmichael versus Taysom Hill is another one that Carlos are going to have to focus on because if you're not using Taysom Hill, one of the best red zone and goal line threats in the NFL, every play until a defense can stop you, um, that's something the Cardinals are going to have to watch out for. Taysom Hill terrifies me almost as much as Alvin, as Alvin Kamara for tomorrow night. Yeah, so my hope for, for, uh, for Saints fans is that those two folks that terrorize you or that terrify you <laughs> get, get some utilization. And I'll mention two wide receiver return specialists, Rashid Shahid, who took a 44-yard mm. jet sweep to the house last week. Uh, undrafted free agent, didn't really have a lot in the playbook for him last week. They expect his role to continue to grow over the next couple of weeks. So maybe he's somebody that can end up contributing there as well. But hey, these are two teams that are looking to get their offense started. Are they going to do it? Who's going to come out on top? Who's going to be the best when it comes to it? We're going to give you our score predictions, our predictions for this game. We'll also get you some prize picks projections as well, some uh, higher or lowers when it comes to some of the projections out there in terms of how individual players will perform. We'll get to all that for you as we continue on this crossover Thursday episode of Locked on Cardinals and Locked on Saints. Before we get to that, though, let's give it up for Simply Safe. Applause, applause, applause. (laughs) Let me tell you a little bit about Simply Safe. I absolutely love it. We use it. I use it here. We've got it. Like, it's awesome uh i'll tell you let me tell you the little story that i have about it so i got the box right of all Mm. of the things the glass uh glass shatter um sensor the uh, outdoor camera the uh the the motion detector things the the base station (laughs) all of that and i saw this box of like a bunch of different pieces and was like oh my goodness this is gonna take so long to set up alex took me like 30 minutes and i'm an idiot Okay. Like it, like I'm dumb. And so like, it took me 30 minutes, probably a much smarter person like you could get it done in like 
maybe 20, uh, 15. Mm. And so I love it. And so I, I took out 30 minutes of my day, did it. Now all of a sudden I've got 24 seven professional monitoring, simply safe agents that are going to call whenever there's a moment that they, you know, there might be like a threat that's detected or even dispatch police or first responders in the case of an emergency, even if I'm not home or can't be reached, I now have that protection, which is really cool. And they also have experts that use proprietary advanced response technology as well to visually confirm when a break-in is real so that you get the highest priority in terms of the dispatch. And I'll tell you what, I know I'm making it sound really good. So let me tell you how to take advantage of it at home. Customize the perfect system for your home in just minutes by visiting Simply Safe. It's with an I, S-I-M-P-L-I, safe.com slash locked on NFL. What you're going to do is save 20% on your Simply Safe security system when you sign up for an interactive monitoring plan and get your first month free. All you have to do is visit simplysafe.com slash locked on NFL to learn more because there's no safe like Simply Safe. Ross Jackson locks on Saints. Alex Clancy locked on Cardinals. Crossover Thursday. It's week seven. Like, so this is when parents are like, oh, stop growing. Stop. Where, where'd the time go? We're over a third of the way through the NFL season. Yep. Nobody appreciates it till the last four weeks. It's the first three weeks <laughs> and the last four weeks. Appreciate this. We appreciate this every day. Ross Jackson does. That's at Ross Jackson Nola, Alex Clancy, uh, Lockdown Cardinals at Clancy's Corner. Predictions. We're going to do some prize picks predictions. Mm-hmm. Ross is going to take the lead when it comes to those. We're going to give our thoughts. We're going to recap and we're going to give our final, you know, score prediction going into Thursday night. It's week seven already. Ross, let's start with yeah. the prize picks. Like, these are fun. Yeah. Prize picks, we love them. They sponsor Crossover Thursday. Um, this is the easiest thing to do on the planet. And uh, Ross is going to run some numbers now for you. Yeah, the, the way that I talk about prize picks all the time is that I say, if you put all the greatest minds in the same room, this is what, like, you put, let's say, like, Dr. Dre. No, I'm just kidding. But, like, you put <laughs> all the, like, greatest minds in one room and you say, come up with daily fantasy football. This is the way that they do it. Here we go. Andy Dalton, who is the projected starting quarterback for this game, 216, that's 216.5 passing yards. All you have to do is pick more or less. Alex, you think that the Arizona Cardinals defense can hold Andy Dalton to under 216 and a half? No. I don't think so either. I would go. I think Alvin Kamara's going to have a day. Yeah, I'm taking taking more. I think Alvin Kamara's going to have a day. Yeah, I'm going to go more on this one too. And I think Chris Olave becomes a big part of that as well. On the other side, Kyler Murray, 245 and a half. Can he go over or, or sorry, above or below that mark? I'm going to take below. Ooh, you're going less. I think we're going to see a lot more. of running. This New Orleans games. Saints defense is not it right now. I got to see it first, baby. I hear you. I hear you. <laughs> <laughs> that might be why I don't. That might be why I feel it because I got to see it first too. <laughs> Fair enough. <laughs> uh, let's let's do a fun one here that I really love. This one is uh, rushing yards and receiving yards combined. Mm, this is one that. of the reasons why I love Prize Picks. Ninety-eight and a half for Alvin Kamara. We both just mentioned he's going to have a day in the receiving game, but can he do enough in the rushing game to top basically a hundred a hundred uh, all-purpose yards or scrimmage yards rather? I'm hammering more. Yeah, hammering. Yeah, that's an easy more for me. Oh, think, God. Like, he's one of the two weapons that's going to be out there for them. Yeah, I think that's going to be big. Yeah. All right. And then last one here, we'll go with the guy that's returning, DeAndre Hopkins, his first game back, not because of injury, mind you, but because of a suspension. So very, very different type of return strategy in that case. 59 and a half receiving yards. 
I'm going to say more because I think there's going to be one huge chunk play to knock him over. Yeah. I think it's going to be more. Yeah. I think that makes sense. It might be the only chunk play. fingers crossed that the Saints defense gives up uh but yeah I think I think like that's gonna be he's gonna be the focus for this offense I imagine there's not there's not a huge rushing game in uh in Arizona uh, outside of Kyler Murray and so I think that you have to live through the air DeAndre Hopkins helps you do that for sure so so let's do some predictions here we'll do the Mm -hmm. score predictions here in a minute um I kind of I kind of like to do it this way also like game flow predictions like what are what are some strengths that you're gonna see from New Orleans is it yeah, going to be I, Taysom Hill? Is it going to be Alvin Kamara's coming out party? Is it going to be Chris Olave? Like, what do you see positives coming out of New Orleans? Well, I, I'll start with what we've seen over the course of the past two weeks, which is Alvin Kamara on the ground. Uh, I, you know, he almost had his uh, one of his very few. Has he even done it before? He almost had two back-to-back 100-yard rushing games. Because of the way that the Saints utilize him in the passing game and stuff like that, he doesn't usually top 100 rushing yards, mm-hmm. but he'll go over you know, uh, 175 scrimmage yards, for instance, and things like that. Like, that's how he impacts the game. So I think that this could be one of the first times, if he would have gone over 100 yards, he was like two or three yards away last week, that he could have actually lined up three 100-yard rushing games here. Because I do think that the Saints will lean on the run game. They weren't afraid to run against Cincinnati, who brought the seventh-best rushing defense in to New Orleans last week. Now Arizona is the seventh-ranked rushing defense. I don't think that the Saints are going to be afraid to do that. What travels in the NFL? Defense, which is a big question mark for the Saints right now, but also the run game. So I think that they'll take the run game with them. So I think Alvin Kamara, in terms of game flow, he's going to be leaned on quite a bit. And the more that they run with them and the more effective that gets, the more the short passing game becomes available to the Saints as well in the flat screens, quick slants, things like that. So expect to see that start to bud off of what they're able to get done in the run game. But I do hope that Taysom Hill is a big part of the run game, whether it's Andy Dalton or Jameis Winston under center. Again, we expect it to be Andy Dalton. But especially if it's Andy Dalton, I think you want to see a lot of Taysom involved here. Yeah, for sure. That makes sense. And for me, you know, I've been waiting for this day and – I'm so happy that Call of Duty comes out today. (laughs) And and, and the reason why is like, I'm so sick of our Twitter DMs saying, oh, Call of Duty, Kyler Murray, blah, 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 blah. That's that's all we hear, okay? You know who you are. You know who you are. And and I'm ready. Like, if we're going to see the Kajingas, the intestinal fortitude of, of Kyler Murray... Mm-hmm. He's going to put up a 40 burger against his, like if, if, if he's been proven, he's proved people wrong his entire life. Right. Okay. He's been not tall. Spoiler alert. He's not Josh Allen. Okay. He's not a, he's not a redwood tree with legs. Okay. He's not the conventional quarterback. Okay. At by any stretch, he runs like he's running in fast forward. Okay. And also he's here to say, you know what? This is my team. And I'm waiting for it. I'm waiting for it because against Las Vegas, he did that. It's like, oh, we, we can't come back? Boom. And, and look at what happened. Otherwise, the Cardinals would be one in five. And this would be even a weirder conversation. Hmm. But I think this is the day. Call of Duty, Thursday Night Football, Twitter, national, national TV on Amazon. Like, this is the time to show, oh, maybe we could stop the Call of Duty jokes now. And if the other thing happens, I'm turning Twitter off. Like, like if he throws three interceptions and it doesn't work, I'm like, you know what? Spot open, seat open, you know, I'm out. So it'll be really interesting to see what happens with both of those. And I think they're both very compelling storylines with the two best playmakers from the respective teams. Mm -hmm. Um, Score predictions, Ross Jackson of locked on saints. Like 
I figured it out 20 minutes before we started recording this, what I think is uh-huh. going to happen. What say you? I am going uh, 27-24 in favor of the home team, the Arizona Cardinals. Mm. Uh, I, I know the Arizona Cardinals don't usually score that many points, and they also don't usually give up that many points. But I do think that this is going to be one of those weird Thursday night games, but finally bring some interest back into Thursday night football with two more just absolute trash games coming <laughs> up in the schedule, yeah. uh, that this ends up being the very good one. And, uh, but I, I can't right now say that the New Orleans Saints will be able to win on the road, considering how, how hampered they are. The key difference, though, is if the Saints can take the ball away. If they mm-hmm. can take the ball away here and if they can double their current season um, numbers in terms of interceptions, which is a whopping one, uh, <laughs> then they should be able to win in that case. But I don't know if that's going to happen at this point. The key to it, I'll tell you, is I know you. I don't want to make a joke about Kyler Murray being small, so that's not really what I'm trying to do here. I'm, 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 I'm talking about actual football here. The Saints defensive line isn't going to try to pressure and sack Kyler Murray. They're going to try to push the offensive lineman into passing lanes mm-hmm. so that they change the trajectory of Kyler Murray's uh, uh, Kyler Murray's stroke, his, his, his throw, and then force him to sail some passes. So you're going to see a lot of safeties sitting back during this game, a lot of too high, uh, even split type situations, so that they could take advantage of those when they can create them. The question is, can they create them? I don't know that they can. 27-24 yeah. Cardinals. Yeah, and I... Um... This is the microcosm of what I've called the NFC. I call it a, uh, a yuck box is yuck what I've box. called the NFC. Mm-hmm. Um, this is the quintessential yuck box game with, with so many more um, important things that could potentially happen from the last two weeks, two teams kind of in flux in both weeks. And then now it's like, these are trajectory changing games, potentially if teams mm-hmm. continue to lose. And I think the Cardinals are going to lose. Like I, I don't, there is zero redeeming quality from the Arizona Cardinals in the last six quarters. I need to see it. And if I see it, Call of Duty, Kyler Murray, 400 yards, touchdowns, like one or the two is going to happen. Either this is going to be another embarrassing game. And I know that you say traveling from, from NOLA to State Farm Stadium in, in Glendale is a disadvantage. If the Cardinals lose on Thursday, it will be a calendar year of zero home wins. Woof. So. I'd rather take the streak than the streak being broken. And I think it's going to be right around there. I think it's going to be like 24-20. And the defense, fool me three times, shame on me. So I'm going to say the Saints, and I, you know, it, it, it takes a you know, poor taste in my mouth, but that, that is what it is. Alex Clancy, Ross Jackson, crossover Thursday, this has been fun, man. Um, oh, yeah. I mean, onward and upward. Let's hope for positive trajectories from both teams, regardless of outcome here. Uh, two great fan bases, and you wish nothing but the best. Follow him at Ross Jackson Nola. Follow me at Clancy's Corner. Thank you for making your respective first listens, Locked on Saints, Locked on Cardinals, um, free and available on all platforms and both on YouTube. Now make your second listen, Peacock and Williamson, Brian Peacock of Locked on 49ers, and Matt Williamson. He's been around the game for two decades, was a scout forever. Two of the best minds that we have here on the NFL portion of the Lockdown Podcast Network. 30 minutes, national stories, Monday through Friday, Peacock and Williamson. Again, free and available wherever you get your podcast. Alex Clancy, Ross Jackson. We will talk to you on our respective podcasts on Friday.